Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I have a very special guest. We're going to be talking about what she has going on, what she's going to be doing in the near future, and all this good stuff. So please welcome Dr. Catherine Hayes. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. And before we even start talking, I'm going to tell you, you are a beautiful woman. I mean, I'm just saying, you look really, really nice. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'll, I'll take you where I can get it. <laughs> All right. So tell the you know tell them where you're from and what what are you, what do you do? Yeah. So I I was born in England to Portuguese and Jamaican parents, and when I was very young, moved from England with my family to the state mm-hmm. where I lived in, in New York for a number of years. And I um, I ended up leaving New York in the late 90s to pursue my doctorate at Arizona State University. And so since then, I've lived a number of places uh, because I pursued a career in administration. So I worked as an assistant principal for a short while and mostly as a principal after uh, being a teacher for a number of years. And... I met uh, my husband, who at the time was in the Army. He was in Intel. He was running the schoolhouse at Fort Rachuca, one of the bases out there in Arizona. And um, we, you know, we were moved around a couple of different places. And so currently we are in Florida or in Jacksonville, a suburb of Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, I used to, I used to live in Jacksonville Um for, you know, a couple of years, and then I decided to yeah. move out of Jacksonville to come to Orlando, and I love Orlando. Orlando is where it's at for me. <laughs> yes, I, I love it. I don't love the traffic, but it is, it's such a fun place, vibrant place to be. I really like it. And, you know, if you stay away from the Disney area, oh, the traffic's not that bad. You're right. You're so right. I, I'm not about the Disney area. I would never be that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> So you have your own podcast yeah. as well, correct? I do. I have a podcast called Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem, Lasik Morality, because I'm a thriller writer. Mm-hmm. And so it's a space for thriller writers and people in that genre. Because I attract um, people who write horror, sci-fi, um, you know, that kind of action-packed um, kind of writing. But I don't discriminate. So if you don't write thriller, suspense, crime fiction, and all that stuff, you we can you come on and we talk about the journey. Mm-hmm. The journey is is still there's so many nuggets of truth and things that people can glean about people's journey, regardless of their genre. Right. So what what took you in that genre to write mysteries and murders and, and all that horror stuff? What put you in that direction? Yeah. Excuse me. I actually don't write horror, but I do write thrillers. Okay, yeah, thriller. They, okay, thriller. Yeah, and they they are they're not for the faint of heart. I will. Yeah. Um, I don't have like um, I don't have like gratuitous violence or sex or anything like that in my books, but they are very true to true to life. And why I began writing is because I had an editor that work that was working with me on another project. And he was just like, I just feel like that's more your groove. And he was right. 
because yeah. I love to read thrillers. I watch. I love. To, that's one of my. That's my favorite genre to watch mm-hmm. as, as a movie. Uh, and my husband, in his in his army career, he worked in Intel, and there there was a lot. There were lots of things that I was able to glean from. Some things he he couldn't tell me, and still can't because they're classified. But I had and. I had this window into this whole world that people didn't have. And so I was able to speak authentically about certain situations, knowing what what kind of what kind of weapons someone's going to use, what kind of language, some of the things that have happened, all of that. Okay. And mm-hmm. I see that you um authored a uh Christian Bible. I did, yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm sorry, can you hear me? No, yeah, so tell me about that. Yeah, so in 2016, I published a book called um, God's Little Black Dress for Women, How to Put on the Full Arm of God Without Losing Your Femininity. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it, it, it's like a fun, girly Bible study that plays on fashion and plays on the idea of the black dress as as a woman's armor instead of uh, the Roman arms, you know, armor. And so I I kind of do a play on that and just talk about why the why is the Bible still relevant now? Um, what does how how do you apply it to your life now? It's just in a nutshell that is basically what it's about. That sounds good. I mean, because, you know, um, it went from, so you went from Christian Bible, which, you know, you always have God in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I think sometimes people, do people ever say anything to you about, like, when they see that you wrote a Christian Bible and then you go to mystery? Has anybody said anything to you, like, how can you go from one one genre to another genre? Yeah, I get that all the time. They're like, why would you, you write, you write um, devotion? And I also run a blog that we put out weekly devotions of encouragement mm-hmm. for women. We just started, um, we just started another branch of that blog called The Man Cave. So one is an offshoot of my book, um, God's Little Black Dress for Women. It's called Dressing God's Love, and it is, it's weekly devotionals with encouragement for women. So I also started something called the May Cave, which is also encouragement for men. But it's, it's starting off um, as like monthly encouragement mm-hmm. until we get until we get more um, more people. I have, I have just a few male bloggers now. And that's good. So what do people say to you when they, when when you know you? when they look at what you have done to what you are doing now? Yeah, they feel like it's, it's a real stretch. But for me, it really isn't. Um, I, I don't want to give either of them up. I love the devotional um, genre. I love to write encouragement. I love to be encouraged. And so for me, it's, to me it, it, whenever I edit them or I write them, it just continually makes me a better writer because it's like a Um, there's it's kind of a certain way you have to put things together 
And so it just helps to continue to discipline me mm-hmm. and to keep to keep my eyes on God because I because I want to live fully as a Christian. But my thriller I would I don't I do not um advertise them as Christian books at all mm-hmm. because I'm a Christian they're written from a Christian worldview, but they're they are very adult themes. There, there's um, there's things that a lot of Christian publishers might shy away from. Um, that that I do venture out and t- I mean I talk like my the people in my my book they drink, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know there there are issues with adultery, you know, um, and it's. It's done in a way that it's tasteful. It's because of the situation. It's not condoning something, but I just feel like it's very real life. And I think that's a lot of times people um, go away from because when I write, I write erotic books, right? Okay. Um, and yeah. and so, but it doesn't mean that I don't have God in my heart, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so, no matter what I write, I still follow the faith. You know, so you can't judge me for what I want to write about, long as you know that I still have that that Christian heart, you know, or yeah. I have the I have God in my heart. So it doesn't matter, long as I follow Him, it doesn't matter what yeah. I write. This is what I want to do. Maybe it it intrigues me to do what I love to do. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But I think mm-hmm. people have a lot of a lot of opinion on on that situation about if you're following God, you have to write all about God. That's not that's not the truth. God said, write whatever you want, long you have them in your heart. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so um, one of your things here, I, I really want you to to explain to me because I really want to hear it. Leading from the heart to win people's hearts. Tell me what that means to you. Yeah. So I. I find that this living right now is like the best of times and the worst of times, right? Mm-hmm. I feel I feel that our country is so very divided, and the world the world is going. It seems to me like the world is melting down, right? The world is like having a big temper tantrum. But if we concentrate specifically on the United States. What concerns me is a lack of love and empathy that we are having for each other, and that really bothers me. And so, I like to go back, take everything back to, to love, to mm-hmm. leveling the playing field and loving, loving people's hearts. Mm-hmm. And so, from leading, leading from that, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah. I totally agree because I think this world is is like you said it's divided and i feel that we shouldn't be so divided i think we should love each other even more because what we're going through we need to hold each other's hand you know and and lift each other up in in a positive way but it seems like the more we go through it the the negative everybody gets you know they look at someone that's trying to stab like you know someone's trying to stab them in the back or someone's trying to do something to them but instead of looking that way you should look at like we're all going through the struggle together i don't care if you're rich or poor or or well do however it goes we're still going through this process together yes you know 
So I really, I, I totally agree with you because, you know, being divided is not helping us at all. It's only hurting mm-hmm. us, you know. And every day I, and I can't, you know what, you know what, um, so sometimes I have to cut off the TV because it's so much negativity on TV, it's crazy. Right, exactly. Especially the news. Oh my God! Every time you turn to the news, it's always something, and I'm yeah. like, I am. T- what about the good stuff? Let us know about the good stuff that's going on in this world, right? Stop mm-hmm. telling us about this negativity because people hear negative for some reason it triggers them that they gotta be negative too. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I'm sitting. Here unfortunately, like, it's unfortunately it's so. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So, negativity so. And I'm yeah. that's it's so sad. And then I think that a lot of people, you know, and and I look at social media. I do. But a lot of social media as well gives them some negative things to do and and they and a lot of people follow that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's another thing yeah. that we have to learn that, you know, on social media it's just social media. It's just mm-hmm. in front of you, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's yeah. just it's just visual. You see something, but behind the scenes can be much worse. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's just like you can't follow that. You just can't do it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, True. yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, sometimes I be looking at social media and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Keep it moving. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That that that's it for me. Okay, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I just see three things. I'm done. I'm done. I don't even want to yeah. see it no more. I'm I'm over it. It is it is crazy. So the difference the difference between dream and a do it get a do it to done. What does that mean? Mentality. So so for me, I'm, I'm very much about accomplishing your goals and your dreams, and I always you know go back to it's really a biblical principle about, you know, you dream it, you write it, and you run it. Mm-hmm. And so my attitude is, 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 is it's important for you to write down your vision, write down your dreams, write down your goals, and constantly have it before you. Of course, you don't just write it down and never, you know, if you want to write a book and you write on there that you want to write a book and you never pick up. Uh, a pen or a computer or something like that, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But when the, the part when I'm talking about running is to now run after that dream, do the steps, do the things that are going to help you to accomplish that dream, um, and and just continue to, continue to have that goal or dream in front of you. So to, you've got to write it, you have to read it, you have to run it. Write it, read it, run it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, then that's a good a, a good concept to do, um, but you know sometimes that you know people wants to do something like that right, but mm-hmm. they hear it in the back of their head that they can't do it, you know, yeah. and so we yeah. have to and you have to encourage people that you can do whatever you want to do how you want you know you just got to have that mind frame of just go for it, you know. Yeah, you do, and it's and it's really important for you to. To take to take it and look at it like you you'll see big corporations 
they have their mission statement or their vision. They have it in bold all over. You know, you know their mission and their vision. It's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's because they know, they understand the power of influence. They understand the power of looking at it mm-hmm. and reading it all the time. And it becomes becomes ingrained. We can't just say it one time and decide it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to have those goals and dreams in front of us, looking at looking at that dream board or, or that goal board or something like that. Mm-hmm. That is true. And I like this one here, respecting God's process for real change. Oh, my God. If I didn't say that that's, that's, that's something that is foundational, it's, it's crazy. So you tell me yeah. exactly how you feel about it and why will you, you know, feel the way you feel about that statement. Well, respecting God's process for real change is that it's not – if you if you are someone of faith, you you are a believer. You know, there, yes, there there are miraculous conversions. Do I believe in people being healed uh, immediately or or something miraculously? Of course, and, but those that's one thing. But what I'm talking about is is when we are wanting to seriously change. Like I'll, I use myself as an example. Mm-hmm. I've been on, this is my third marriage, okay? So after my second marriage uh, dissolved, I had to look inward and say, well, Catherine, we could say that these two ex-husbands were raggedy, but we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. We're going to say, what about you attracted the person, uh, someone that you're not compatible with? Mm -hmm. How did you contribute to, to this? What is going on with you? And... I I went to therapy. I I really dug deep, and I realized that there were things that I needed to have that were non-negotiables. There were things that I needed to work on on myself, and I needed to pre- prepare myself as a in terms. Of, and that was a process. It didn't take. It wasn't overnight. And that that was like that was about five years. So I needed to. Like I said, dig deep and um, make changes that I make changes in my dating habits, make changes in choosing who I'm going to to date, make changes even within myself, mm-hmm. um, doing self care, uh, taking and and doing making sure that I take care of my um, spiritual care. You know, spending time in prayer and reading the Bible, spending time taking eating right and exercising. Spending time, I was I was a um, mom, you know, and spending time with my children, things that I wanted to see in them, I needed to invest in them. So it was a process, mm-hmm. and lots of us, we have this microwave mentality. We want it now, we want it immediately, and a lot of times when when we push for that, it really doesn't stick, and it's not lasting. Mhm, that is true. Um, but I think we all go through that though. You know, yeah. that sometimes that we have to step outside the box and look in and see what's going on with us instead, you know. And right. a lot of people don't like stepping outside the box because normally people say, there's nothing wrong with me. It's all about them, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so when you learn how to step outside the box and, and see what's going on with you internally and what you need to fix for yourself, that shows the maturity that you have within yourself. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. being being that way, I, I feel like sometimes when you can't look at the other person, like you look at the other person and always find fault, 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 right? right. You never look at yourself because you might be the fault. You don't know what's going on with you exactly. until you realize something is going on with you. And when you can exactly. admit that, that something's going on with you, then the, then you move forward and process and progress on what you got going on, right? Yeah, so exactly. for you're not the only one because I always thought it was the, <laughs> I always thought it was the person, you know? And then one day, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to step outside myself. And I'm going to see what's going on. Maybe it's me because I'm so specific of what I want in life, you know? And I was like, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm asking for too much or or maybe I'm doing too much and I can't handle it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so I was like, let me step outside this box again and see what's going on with me. You know, and and I was like, well, you know, I can be aggressive when I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, maybe I'm too aggressive. Let me let me oh. let me back that down a little bit because when I want something, I want it. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna back down a little bit, you know, and I'm gonna look at myself, and then so I became super humble about a lot of things in life because I realized that first of all. I got to work on myself and love myself first, you know, and if I don't love myself, I can't love nobody else the right way. So true, yeah. You know? I love that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I had to do a lot of changing within myself, and now I'm like, and I had to follow the faith because I was like, oh, my God, I never gave, I never gave him his glory, you know? Right. So I had to, I had to back down, hey, you know, let me follow, let me just let him lead, and I'm going to follow. Wherever he takes me, I'm going to take it, you know. So then I was like, oh, now, I'm good now, you know. <laughs> I'm good now. So it, it it takes a lot to process things that that you don't want really want to see, you know. Yeah, it's easier to stay the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. It's hard. I, I mean, that's why... You, you know, you have to really admire and give it up to people who, um, you know, former addicts, mm-hmm. former alcoholics, and they stick to it, and they mm-hmm. they have really made the commitment to change because that's how the that's how difficult change is. Once mm-hmm. you're you've adapted to a certain behavior, mm-hmm. it's hard for us to go back, even even if we we know the change is good for us. Exactly, and and that's so true. And, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, I'm a true believer of, you know, sometimes you have to let go a lot of people in your lives as well that is not meant for you, you know? And so letting go people like that is kind of hard because you've been in, they've been in your life for so long, but you got to realize that when you step outside that box, you'll see everything, not only about you, you'll see everything else that's there and you'll be like, oh, wow. I didn't see this before. Now I see why we don't get along or why we do this or why we do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you have yeah. to let you have to let some people go sometimes, even though they've been in your life for a long period of time, but they might have they might have been there for one reason only. Right. Oh yeah, I love that. Um I I I had a pivotal change in my life when I was I was telling you when I was going through that, that process, that metamorphosis and I remember hearing it's a common phrase 
Um, but I live by it. Your people are in your life for a reason, mm-hmm. a season, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so it really helps me in relationships. Like, oh, okay. So I thought this person was a lifer, but clearly mm-hmm. they have shown me they're not a lifer. So I'm not going to say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I wasted that time on that relationship. I'm like, it was part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was, for, that was for a reason, or it was... That was the season. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we like to hold on to relationships tight and and we don't want to let people go. And it makes it, it can stagnate our growth. It can stagnate mm-hmm. another person's growth. It's important to hold people loosely. That is true. I'm a true believer that too. You're here for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. If you're here yes. for a season, then you better go ahead and season's out. You know, <laughs> if you're here for a reason, I have no reason for you to be here. So, you know, I don't know what your reason is, but you can go. But if you're here for a lifetime, then that's good. That's why right now I can count friends on, on one hand because I'm very picky yeah. about who I deal with in life, you know, because yeah. I, cause if I want friends, I can talk to anybody be a friend, you know. I yeah. want someone that's going to be, you know, there for me a lifetime. You know, we're going to, we're going to roll together. We're going to cry together. We're going to laugh together. And then later on, we're going to look at each other like, why were you crying? I don't even know, but you was crying. So that's why I cried. (laughs) You know, so that's the kind of friends I want or someone that you not only tell your problems to, but listen to their problems as well. Because nine out of 10, sometimes you got people that want you to always call you for their problems, but they'll never want to listen to your problems. Exactly, yeah. Don't exactly. got time for that. Don't got time for that. So I was no, like, no time. Nope, no time. We, 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 we out of time right now. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's just life. That's how people operate. And, and you know, we just got to learn to love them regardless. But we can love them, as they say, with a long wooden spoon. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You stay on the end of that spoon, and I will feed you whenever I see you. Other than that, I don't have no time, you know? My mother would say that. Bless her heart. She would say, eat them with a long long spoon, right? That's what she meant. Yes, exactly. (laughs) With a long spoon. You can love them from a distance, but you don't have a love near you, you know? Right, exactly. I love you, girl. Call you later. (laughs) Bye. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, like 100%. But before we go, I didn't know that you was a black belt, um, Miss Lady. You know how to fight? Yeah, I know how to fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't not going to mess with you. Nobody's going to mess with you. That's okay. And, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and then you cook gourmet meals. And you be watching things like superheroes, right? Oh yeah. Who's oh, your yeah. super? So hold on. Who's your superhero? Oh, my favorite. Yes. I it's a toss up. It's just very hard. I I like a lot of them. Um, I would have to say, gosh, there's so many. I I love Batman. I Batman. I do not. Okay, you like Batman? I don't like Batman. I like Batman. I like Superman. I like Wonder Woman. You know who my favorite yeah. character is? Who? 
to be all honest, and my and everybody's like, oh yeah, she's gonna watch that. Yep, she's gonna be there all day watching. Iron Man is one of my favorites. I am an Iron Man fan. Okay, every time I can watch it, I can watch that movie like over and over and over again, and never get bored. And always watch, and always catch something different is in it. Like Iron Man is like my number one. Yes, I love Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> Another superhero junkie is just wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a superhero fan too, so don't worry about it. We are both that same way. So, hey, you know. Yeah. But I just want to say thank you for spending some time with me and talking to me. I had a great conversation with you. Um, I, you have a lot of great. You have great vibes. You know. Um, yeah. Your energy. Hey, yeah. Your energy is very high, Miss Lady, and I just want uh, you to know that. Um, so yeah. if so, anybody want to contact you or they want to follow you on social media, how can they contact you and follow you? Yeah, the best place is to reach out to me on my website, and it's just at www.dr. That's Doctor Catherine K A T H E R I N E Hayes H A Y E S dot com. Very simple. And that's where all the things are. Mm-hmm. And we can, you can reach out to me at, um, in, on Instagram, on, on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, and it's the same, uh, the same name. And then you can, people can keep up with me if you want to be encouraged. Um, please subscribe to my site. We'll send you out some weekly encouragement. We don't, we don't kill you with a bunch of stuff, and they're very short reads, like two minutes. And then if you're interested and being updated about my latest releases, that would be great. I have a thriller book coming out called A Fifth of the Story in February of 2024, and so I'd be excited to share about that. So I look forward to hearing from um, listeners out there. Awesome, awesome. And then when your book come out in February, we're going to definitely have another uh, interview because I want to let everybody oh, know that it's out. I'm telling you, I'm going to talk to you a lot, so don't worry about it, okay? So... <laughs> Yes, yes. So I'm going to say to you, thank you again, and God bless you. And um, I wish you the best of everything that you have going on. And um, just keep walking in the faith and and just let everybody come to you and you don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, I I appreciate uh, being on here. It's been an honor and a blessing, and I'm really grateful to be hanging out with another author. You know, the struggle, you know, the grind. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just fun. It's encouraging. So thank you. You're welcome, hon. God bless you. And, and talk to you soon, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank All right. you. All right, bye-bye. Bye.